Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, he's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. And you, you, I'm just glad that you're here. Everybody in their car, everybody at home, everybody at work, people at school, people at the restaurant, the bar, the hospital, people holding it down. What's up, people holding it down? I see you. And everybody else. I'm going to be hanging out with you for one more hour. I get started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. You can listen. Live on the free Odyssey app. You can listen live on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. If you got Sirius XM on your phone, on your device, on your computer, if you got Sirius XM in your vehicle, it's 158. Yeah, go ahead, program it in. What the hell are you waiting for? And if you walk in the door and you talk to computers in your house, just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. And then boom, there I am. And here I'll be for the next hour, as I told you. We've had a busy night already uh, outside of talking about the ass-whooping that the Raiders gave the Chargers 63-21. to We talked about the introduction of Shohei Otani to the Dodger faithful. Uh, we did discuss uh, some of the, the comments made by Steve Kerr tonight saying, yeah, Draymond Green is suspended indefinitely, and it's for the betterment of him, not necessarily of us. With the basketball team, he needs to work on himself first. And so we'll get into that. And then, of course, we're going to talk more about this beatdown. You know, I don't, I, don't wear, I don't wear like an Apple watch. I don't wear a regular watch. I'm sitting in a studio. I don't really need a watch on me. I'm surrounded by stupid clocks and computers and screens. But the fact is, if I did have a watch, I'd be waiting for Brandon Staley to get fired. Because after losing a football game, 63-21, to 21, after being down at halftime, 42 to nothing, like, come on, man, the writing is on the wall. How many more ridiculously embarrassing losses do the Chargers need? Do they need to lose a 27 to nothing lead? Or do they need to lose by almost 60 points? I don't care about the 21 points that they put up. It was all garbage time. The Raiders were scoring every way possible. Pick sixes. Fumble recoveries. Touchdowns. Well, touchdowns, of course. Rushing touchdowns. Passing touchdowns. They were doing it all. They should have let Antonio Pierce go out there and pick up a fumble and run it into the end zone. Yeah, the head coach. Let him do it. Congratulations to him. 
If the Raiders weren't nuts and crazy, then maybe he would have himself a guaranteed head coaching spot and job for next year. Maybe Mark Davis will allow him that. But Brandon Staley, he's done. You know what? Let's listen to just a few plays, just a couple of them. And then we're going to hear from Brandon Staley because he was asked whether or not he should have his job. And the fact that he lobbied for it means that he shouldn't. Let's listen to probably the most exciting touchdown of tonight, of which there were many for the Raiders. This took place in the third quarter. John Jenkins. This man is a a giant human being. Shep, how much does he weigh? 330, 340, 350? How much does he weigh? Oh, you're right, 330. Let's say he weighs 500 pounds because it sounds better. This man scooped up a, a fumble. Well, yeah, because they fumbled the ball five times. They lost it four. John Jenkins picks up the ball after a, a sack, and then his big ass runs 44 yards. Let me say that again. 44 yards he ran. And couldn't nobody catch him. Listen to this. 13 seconds in the quarter. Stick gets the snap. He's going to throw. Eyeing down the middle. Now pressure off the edge. And drilled from behind. Ball's out. Ball's, Ball's out. out. Goes out. with the sack. And big man running. John Jenkins is going to score. Jenkins picked it up. And he had 40 yards of turf with nobody chasing him. It's a lineman's dream. And the Raiders have 55 at the end of the third. He was looking up at the scoreboard. He was running towards the end zone, and he didn't even have to look at the ground where he was running. He didn't look at the end zone. He was looking up at the screen. I I guess even he was shocked that there was nobody close to him. The Chargers quit a long time ago, but damn, run after the big man. This was the most points scored in Raider franchise history. This is the most points given up in Chargers history. They got Buffalo up next, the Chargers. They play Buffalo, L. They take on Denver, L. They've been able to turn their season around after losing to the Dolphins 70-20. to They got Kansas City to finish up the season, L. I don't care who's coaching this team. The Chargers might as go LLL all the way into the offseason. And someone who's probably going to get the boot faster, sooner, his offseason might be as soon as, I don't know, 8 to 12 hours from now. It's Brandon Staley, the man who has been the coach here for the past couple of seasons. He was hired for his defensive prowess in leading the Rams' defense. In 2020, he needs to call up Aaron Donald to play for his L.A. team. He needs to bring Jalen Ramsey back out west and bring him in. He needs to call Von Miller when his legal issues dissolve and and bring him out west because unless he was bringing those dudes with him, yeah, this this, this defense wasn't going to do nothing. And it's a shame. Up and down the roster, they got talent, offense, and defense. And I know people get hurt. It's amazing that Derwin James can actually stay healthy and, you know, Bosa and Khalil Mack is a beast and 
These guys still suck and they still lose. They bring in J.C. Jackson and Tom Telesco is saying, I'm sorry, I shouldn't even given him the contract. Brandon Staley's been defending himself all season long. And so a few minutes ago, I love this. He was asked, should you keep your job and why? This is like a poor job interview in the public. Listen to this interaction of a coach who's about to get, or maybe, I'll forget this, he's about to lose his job. Do you expect to be the coach here tomorrow? I don't know that. Do you, do you think you should be? Yes. Why? I know that what I've done here for three years, and I know what I put into this, and, um, you know, I know that we're capable of going. Uh, I know the type of coach that I am. I believe in myself. Um, but, again, this isn't about me. This is about a, a group that's hurting in there. We got to get some rest, and we got to get ready for Buffalo. Uh, too late, bro. Wrong answer, wrong answer, wrong answer. A couple of days ago, Bill Belichick was asked about his job. And Bill Belichick is such a, a pro and a veteran at this, being a pain in the ass, being a jerk, not saying anything, at least publicly. Bill Belichick is like, man, I'm thinking about Kansas City. Think about Kansas City. I'm thinking about Kansas City. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear how a professional handles uh, questions about his job security. Why not? Bill, I wanted to ask you a question. Speaking, obviously, for yourself and, and your understanding, do you have an understanding that Robert will not ask you to be back next year? Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. Bill, while understanding that you're getting ready for Kansas City, have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Getting ready for Kansas City. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah. Did you talk to your boss? Did your boss call you? Did he give you any inclination that you're going to get fired? I'm just thinking about Kansas City. Brandon Staley screwed up there. He let me know he knows his ass is about to get fired. He basically sat there, stood there in this press conference and said, please don't fire me. It's too late, man. And he's a human being. I get it. I understand. Nobody wants to lobby for anybody to get the boot. But this is the NFL. This is a part of the job, man. And when you have to stand up there and, and basically beg your boss into a camera, into a microphone and go, I think I've done a good job. I, I deserve to be here. I think the team, man, no, we've seen the results. Now, will you need another ass whooping? Like, come on. It's sad, but this is, this is part of the gig. If you're a head coach in professional sports, I don't care what league or what team it is. If you are a head coach, you're probably being hired to get fired. That's it. There's more likelihood. You are more likely to get fired than you are to win a championship. That's just the reality of it. And Brandon Staley, he's in a long list of, of especially in, in, in the NFL, the head coaching carousel, it goes round and round. And Brandon Staley, he's going to be the next dude to go. 
855-212-4CBS. Jack, he's calling from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Jack. Yo, what's going on, JR? Appreciate you having me on. But uh, I told the the initial uh, receiver of the call that I want to talk about the Raiders, but I'd like to talk about a little bit of both. And uh, having been a Raider fan, you know, I follow writers like Sean Reed and Vic Defer, you know, who give some pretty inside scoop on the Raiders and couldn't stop talking about how the players were giving up on McDaniels, and rightfully so. And I just don't see the same for Staley. It's hard for me to believe that these players are uh, finding a willingness to, you know, show up and just, like, knowing every week, you know, it's just not going to. Yeah, too too comfortable on the radio, man. It don't matter if the players want to give up. It's whether or not they just do. No, I pay attention to body language. And it's not it's not too difficult to look on the sidelines and go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody is sad and everybody's miserable. Nobody spoke to Brandon Staley. He was standing there like he saw a ghost. For the entire year, I felt like he's had to defend himself based on what last season ended with when they blew a lead. He doesn't have to be a jerk. He doesn't have to turn people off. He doesn't have to push people's buttons to lose the locker room. You could like somebody and not necessarily respect them for what they're doing with their job. Why the hell should he keep his job? What has Brandon Staley done that he, he deserves his gig? Last time I looked, I, I can't think of nothing. The answer to me is, is nothing. Nothing. It's a joke. And we played this to you before the break. I mean, come on now. The Chargers radio network, they were down 49 to nothing. And even they couldn't find, they, they didn't have words. Listen. Have you decided whether you want to stand up or sit down yet? I think I want to lay down under the desk. I was looking for a blindfold, but apparently you can't do this job with a blindfold. No, we have to watch and do our best to bring you. Some entertaining play-by-play and analysis of... What has been wildly disappointing. Here's a double pass to the end zone, and hey, why not? Just humiliate him. Double pass to Devontae Adams for the touchdown. That's the second double pass they have run flawlessly. Miserable. How the hell do you score zero points on Sunday? Zero points they scored. Zero. And then they put up 63 on you? That even looks even worse. Because there's there's nobody walking around looking at the Raiders and going, oh, my God, supreme offensive uh, juggernaut here. But the Chargers looked at a team that scored zero points, and then they face you, they put up 63. Embarrassing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back from break, we're going to hear from the quarterback 
who went out tonight and threw touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. His name is Aiden O'Connell. We're going to hear from him. What did he have to say about this uh, this blowout tonight? And then if you happen to be a football fan in Los Angeles, I got some good news for you. And no, it doesn't have anything to do with the Chargers. Hell no, not them. And it doesn't have anything to do with the Rams. I'll share that with you. I'll get some more of your calls. We'll hear from the Raiders quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, who threw four touchdowns tonight as the Raiders route the Chargers 63-21. to It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the great JR, man. Your show's so awesome. We uh, appreciate listening to you uh, on a regular basis, my man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, things not all that good right now for Los Angeles when it comes to football. I mean, if you want to find something optimistic about the Rams, knock yourself out. Certainly nothing there. When you got to think about the Chargers, the beatdown that they got tonight, 63-21. to 21. The Raiders just put the smack down on them, to borrow a word or a phrase from the rock. But there is some positivity when it comes to football coming to Los Angeles. L.A. will have to wait a few years, but it is set. It was announced yesterday. <sighs> They're going to get the Super Bowl again. Listen to this. This is from my good friends over at KTLA. Big announcement today. The big game is coming back here in 2027. It's so exciting. The Super Bowl is coming back to Los Angeles and SoFi Stadium. The announcement was made official today that Super Bowl 61 is headed to L.A. The NFL's decision means SoFi will now host its second Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 was played there in 2022 when the Rams beat the Bengals. The NFL is saying the greater Los Angeles region will host a ton of activities in 2027 leading up to Super Bowl week, including NFL honors, the Super Bowl experience, Super Bowl opening night, and, of course, other events in the communities. Yeah, that'll be Super Bowl 61. Damn, I know, right? 61 Super Bowls. Wow, there's a lot of Super Bowls, okay? Of of course, it's going to be the second one at SoFi, as they mentioned, and this is actually going to be the ninth Super Bowl in L.A. County. I mean, before the one that we got a couple of seasons ago uh, where those Rams beat the Bengals at home. I mean, we got to go back to uh, the Buffalo Bills losing another Super Bowl. My apologies to everybody listening in Buffalo. They lost to the Dallas Cowboys out in Pasadena. That's probably the last time that we were that far uh, in the Los Angeles area. So, look, they built that new stadium. They going to use it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got Mike. 
He's calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Mike? Uh, good morning, JR. What's up? <laughs> What's up is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the ownership of the Chargers. They are the ones that should be canned, and us Charger fans, we Charger fans. Oh, my Lord. Uh, they've been a, just a thorn in our, in our you-know-what for years and years. Dean Spanos will never, ever hire uh, a coach like Belichick or Jim Harbaugh. Uh, anything that costs lots of money, you know, doing like that, he won't do it. He won't build a new stadium down here in San Diego. He moves his team, our team, to L.A. of all places. And, uh, yeah, uh, well, and I think I'm just inside myself. I want no, one I, more. I, yes. Yeah. Uh, the topper, the topper tonight was when he had Austin Eckler still running the ball, uh, you know, when the game was like practically over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I understand. Well, didn't he think that maybe Eckler could get injured again? Well, yeah, we, we know that's we know that's in his in his history. I can certainly understand your frustration. I mean, at, at one point in time, I think the game was already like sixty three to seven. Austin Eckler ran for a first down, and he kind of pointed and did that kind of first down point. It's like well, you're pointing for a first down. Like where where the hell are you going? Like what are you accomplishing? The the answer is nothing. And, yeah, we can complain about the Spanos and moving the team up to Los Angeles. And let's, let's not just all put that in the lap of, of the Chargers. Like, that was an NFL thing. I just told you that the, the league is going to have another Super Bowl in 2027 in Los Angeles. They just had the Super Bowl in L.A. And so, I mean, why, why do you think they built the stadium? Why do you think they built pump two teams there it's it's not just because oh well we needed two football teams they wanted to be able to to have and own the los angeles market so they could run the super bowl there so they could run uh, nfl media nfl films out of los angeles i mean they have made themselves some money and they're going to continue to do so and so that i'm not just going to going to put solely in the lap of dean spanos not at all now if you want to talk about the loss tonight, I'm not saying that you can dump that in the lap of Easton Stick. That's not the case. But he did throw a pick six. He did have two fumbles. And them touchdowns at the end of the game, meaningless. Easton Stick stunk tonight. He looked clueless. He looked scared. He looked like he wanted to cry at one point. And he said, yeah, me giving the ball away? Common sense. Didn't help. It's tough uh, when you go, um, you know, down three turnovers and a half and um, starts with me and put the one on the ground. Um, and, and ultimately it starts and, and it ends with me. So, uh, yeah, really frustrating. Who are you telling? Beck is calling from Florida. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going? Um, speaking of the last call, I have a question with that. Um, but uh, Wu-Tang, I think I just saw something that they have a Las Vegas residency uh, coming up. That That's pretty um, um crazy of um with that but um with the raiders and stuff the last time we talked uh with them i think it was that monday night game or so and i said josh mcdaniels needs to be fired asap and he got fired the next day and now here we are raiders again and we're talking about another coach getting fired and um 
even though Rich Basaccia uh, should have had the job and we shouldn't be in the situation anyhow. Um, shout out to Z White, another Georgia running back. He got his mm-hmm. chance tonight. Um, and I feel for my FSU guys, man. James, Derwin James, he got his Daniels, Hopkins, which ain't with the team anymore. Now he's one of the top kickers with Cleveland. Um, but again, what the question is, why are these starters in the game when it's 63-7 to in the fourth quarter, 63-14 to maybe, let's just say, you know, put in Max Duggan. Where's Max Duggan? He went and led TCU to the championship, was in the Heisman race, got drafted, what, fourth, fifth round. Put him in the was, game, you know. He was just in. He was just activated. It's like, yeah, right. But, again, just all the other starters. Devontae Adams was coming out in the fourth quarter. Like, why are they still in the game? Like, especially the winning team. And then the losing. Again, I don't understand this. The basketball, all these things. Again, you got to blow out. It's not like baseball. When you pull a player, you can't put them back in the game. But if you pull a player in these sports that you can put them back in and the game starts getting close, then put them back in the, the sure of the victory. But why do all they right. do this and risk those injuries and all that other stuff? Um, but, um, you know, thank you for everything. You guys have a good one. Appreciate you it. You as well, Beck. Thank you for calling from Florida. I don't know. Maybe you should ask the guy. He's about to get fired. Now, I, don't, I don't have clarity on what's going on with Antonio Pierce. He's certainly being praised. Look, people look at what actually happened, not what didn't happen. Nobody got hurt, and so nobody's going to worry about Antonio Pierce. And God forbid somebody did get hurt on the Chargers. Yeah, then there'd be a whole lot of conversations. Brandon Staley Man, he he'd have be he would have even more fire under his ass as it stands now. That's just the facts of it. Jay is here from Mobile, Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Beast Show. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, hey, man, it's a great show, and uh, I, I want to get your quick take on something. Uh, I listened to y'all late night, and uh, I believe you was out. Another host was mentioning you know, the the Devito high. Well, I'm gonna ask you something. I mean, you know, just I'm I'm, I'm asking about your take. Look at Mac Jones, uh, Deshaun. When there's enough video on these quarterbacks after about 10 or 12 games, college or pro, that's when we find out if they're a good damn quarterback. And I was just going to see if, you know, what your take on that is. I mean, I don't know if it's New York media hype or, or what, but what's your take on, I mean, is he the final be-all or is it, let's see, if in, in another 10 games? We, we don't know what the hell Tommy DeVito is. We know that the, the small amount of games that, he, that he's had so far this season in four starts, he's played better than Mac Jones, or excuse me, he has played better than Mac Jones. He's played better than Daniel Jones. He has eight touchdowns and three interceptions in four starts. And so, well, you, I mean, can I finish? Well, I'm, I'm trying to answer you. Thanks. Yes, sir. There's not enough for us to draw a conclusion. If I had to go by, you know, what what the majority of the NFL says, two out of three quarterbacks don't work. There's only about a third of them. There's only about a third of them in the league who you can actually probably count on being there for the next 10 years. And so for me to say that Tommy DeVito is the guy, it's it's unlikely. And then for right now, this moment, unless Daniel Jones isn't ready or prepared to play next season coming off of his ACL, it's tough, but at the same time, yeah, Daniel Jones is injury prone. So, am I on the Tommy DeVito hype train? I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking at it and saying, yeah, he's performed well. You can't take anything away from him. No, he but has. To, but to say that he's the guy, there's not enough there. No, 
Well, let me ask you this, okay? I agree with you on that 100%, but how many games minimum, because that's what me and my buddies talk about, how many games minimum does a quarterback need to be on video until you get a good idea one way or the other? I mean, I'm just Man, it's no, I don't. I don't I don't think there's a set there's a set number. You and your buddies can argue about that forever. I mean, Patrick Mahomes basically and thank you Jay for calling for Mobile. Patrick Mahomes basically uh, sat down for a year behind Alex Smith, played and then was MVP. This is one of the greatest quarterbacks that the game has seen. I mean, you look at someone like Brock Purdy. Uh, he hasn't played like a full complete season yet. He got hurt at the end of last year. Uh, this he's completing his first full season right now. As pe- have people caught up to him, or do, does he have so many amazing weapons? We've seen the development of Jalen Hurts. You know, people are still trying to figure out the development in Chicago of Justin Fields. I don't think there is one set number where you go, "Up, oh, the league has figured him out," and we can say that in any sport. I mean, in 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 baseball, you have the pitchers, you got the hitters. I mean, you can have a pitcher who comes up, and then the batters just go, oh, well, we adjust. I mean, you have a batter who comes up. The pitchers aren't familiar. He's lighting it up until the pitchers go, oh, we found a hole. Let's get him out. And then the hitter now has to adjust. It's, it's cat and mouse. It's back and forth. And so I can't sit here and tell you, oh, man, before the season is done, uh, Tommy DeVito is going to be fully established. I mean, he may not even get a start next year. Or... He may start half the games because Daniel Jones is hurt. He might be the world's greatest backup. We have no idea. That's why we got to sit down and watch. There's not a one-size-fits-all. And speaking of Tommy DeVito, by the way, absolutely hilarious. Even his dad is cashing in on his son's fame. We all know about the Italian stuff, and he's in New Jersey, and his uh, his agent, it's just, just just nuts stuff. They're selling chicken cutlets all over the place. His father is now a spokesperson. His dad is a plumber by trade. I believe a third-generation plumber. His dad has a radio ad as a spokesperson for a plumbing business in New Jersey called Peerless Boilers. These ads are running on the biggest sports radio station in the country, WFAN. Listen to Tommy DeVito's dad sell New Yorkers and people in New Jersey boilers. I've installed Peerless Boilers throughout my career, and they're the best choice for all your heating needs. Take it from me, Tom DeVito of DeVito Plumbing, and visit PeerlessBoilers.com for a dealer near you. Remember, Peerless Boilers, the world's best-built boilers. People ask me all the time, are Peerless Boilers really the best? My answer, forget about it. I mean, they're playing into it, which I'm not mad about. I hope they work out. I mean, this would be a great story. I know I put him on the Cinderella list yesterday. He's the guy who inspired it, not Tommy DeVito Sr., but Jr. Like, you can't make this up. This is a local guy who grew up in the area, who's playing for the Giants, who's winning games. He lives at home. This is so cartoony. And so movie-esque, you just go, how long can this last? I got a question for you, JR. Yes. So, yes, it's a wonderful story. The kid is so humble. I love how he gives praise to Daniel Jones. But why does everybody in his life now have to milk the fame off of what Tommy DeVito's doing? How many freaking interviews are we going to have to watch and hear from his agent? 
Like, enough is enough already. Like, let the kid have his success and stop amounting the pressure on him because everyone else in his life actually wants to be more famous than Tommy. I'm not. I don't agree with that. The agent, yes, but okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock his dad. Fair enough. But the agent, we, I mean, we agree on. The the agent. I, look, I, I've seen two interviews, two of them, and what he's trying to do is build up the stock of his dude. I I, I get it. It's pretty, he's putting it in a crossfire though. No, Jr. By by. I mean, you you talked about it last night to some degree. I mean, he's making it seem like he should be there over Daniel Jones. And it's really only putting a target on Tommy's back, and that's not going to ingratiate Tommy to the locker room where she's already beloved. Nah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. The players are smart enough to, to know and understand that. Nobody is going to care what takes place as long as they continue to win games. You know, I don't need to hear his agent talk about this, and I did mention it the other day. He's like, yeah, I want my guy. I think he can win the starting job, but Daniel Jones has been great. Tommy DeVito has gone on and said, oh, yes, uh, Daniel Jones is the first dude who hits me. Everything is good when you're winning, okay? And there's always going to be outside noise, whether it's good or bad or whether the agent's contributing to it, et cetera. These, as of right now, these are ordinary people. They have never dealt with any of this. I'm sure that Tommy DeVito, is he putting money aside for a publicist and PR training? Maybe. I I don't think so. I wouldn't count on it. This is what happens when you have people shot out of a cannon and into scenarios that they aren't used to. And we can all hope, I hope, that doesn't bite them in the ass. I think it'd be great if Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback for the New York Giants for the next 10 years. Am I going to bet on that? Uh, no, probably not. Not at all. But the story, you, you got to run with it. And I don't think it puts any undue pressure on him because you're either going to sink or you're going to swim. And if it gets ugly, it gets ugly. We might be looking at another Jeremy Lin situation or he might be the, the giant starting quarterback for half the games next year, especially given the injury history of Daniel Jones. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take a break, get some more of your calls before we have to roll out. I want to tell you, or at least have you here from uh, Shohei Otani. Yeah, the newest member of the Dodgers. See, there's positive news in L.A. Just not with the Chargers. But right now, a lot of positivity. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, man, this is going to be cliche as a mug, but a uh, long time, long time listener. First time caller, man, and I appreciate your show big time. You have so much insight. I just want to give you props on that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'll tell you this. Yeah, a lot of uh, negative energy in Los Angeles right now with the Chargers. Not that uh, I guess people probably quit on them. Losing tonight 63-21. to to the Raiders in Las Vegas are probably on the plane ride back right now, getting ready to take off and just ugly, but at least there's Shohei Otani. 
He's moving from, and he might be able to stay in the same house. I don't know where the guy lives. But he's he's moving from Anaheim, and he's now going to be up in uh, just north of downtown playing for the Dodgers. And today he had his introductory press conference. I don't know what the hell he said because I don't speak Japanese. But thank God he has had his interpreter. And then it went a step further because eventually he spoke to Sportsnet L.A., and he told us what we already know. It's Shohei Otani. Hey, Shohei, what the hell do you want to do? Listen to him and then listen to his interpreter. Of course, the biggest goal is to win that World Series. And personally, I have not experienced the playoffs yet, so that's one of the goals to make sure we make the postseason and our World Series after. It's the greatest thing for him to never speak English. From his own perspective, he will never, ever, ever have to answer a question. He can run around and talk crap with his teammates in a clubhouse. He can go on the road and say whatever the hell he wants in English. In the public, this man will be left alone. And he can always just pull a Sammy Sosa. Like, I don't want to speak no English. I've heard the man speak English, too, by the way. Pretty good. He's doing himself a great service by saying nothing. Congratulations, Shohei Otani. Congratulations to the Dodgers, who are also trying to get their hands on Tyler Glass now. It would be nice if he can actually stay healthy if and when he gets traded. It appears that trade is going to go down. Also tonight, before the game that took place between the Clippers and the Golden State Warriors, uh, Steve Kerr, he decided to speak out and was asked some questions about uh, Draymond Green. Uh, The Clippers beat the Warriors, no surprise, 121 to 113. But before the game took place, Steve Kerr, he he was asked quite a few questions. Uh, More importantly, Steve Kerr was asked, hey, man, like, what the hell is is going on with Draymond? And Steve Kerr basically said, well, me, us, we want the best for Draymond, the human, not the basketball player. This is about his life. This is about um, someone who I believe in, someone who I have known for a decade, who I love for his loyalty, uh, his uh, commitment, his passion, uh, his love for his, his teammates, his friends, his family. We're trying to help that guy. Okay, right. Well, let's see if he can actually, I don't know, get some help. Clay Thompson, I guess he realized that he stunk like garbage all season. He admitted it, he stunk. Tonight, Clay Thompson had 30 points. Steph Curry only had 17, and it didn't help him do anything. Kawhi Leonard, 27 points. James Harden had 28 points as he went over the 25,000 career point threshold. Uh, congratulations to him. Wild stuff out there. NBA is in the twilight zone, folks. And, oh, yeah, by the way, John Morant is going to be speaking with the media in Memphis tomorrow. John Morant expected to make his return uh, next week, and hopefully he doesn't get into any trouble in the process. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Barry's calling from Boston. How are you, brother? I'm excellent, Barry. We are up against the end of the show. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, before I talk about the Chargers coach, 
I, I we, just want to Barry, ask you, we don't we don't have that much time. You got to get right into it. Okay. Before I talk to the the, the uh, Chargers coach, and I'm going to defend him. I I want to ask you just one question. My roommate in college was Japanese. Ba- ba- Barry, we, we Barry, we don't have time for the. You could either ask me the question or defend <laughs> Brandon Staley. You got to pick one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. I think there's a hundred players that play on an NFL team, approximately eighty-five, 53. and then and and, the, and then there's a practice team and all that. So why is everybody trashing just on the coach? It's the well, team. It's not. It, it is a it is a team, Barry. Thank you for calling from Boston. Yeah, it is, and you can only coach the talent that's available to you. And unfortunately, for the talent that the Chargers have had, they've stunk the joint up. It's one thing to look at the game tonight and say, oh, my God, there was no Justin Herbert. He has a broken finger, a broken hand. It's another thing to go, oh, my God, Bosa, he's been busted up. We, we can go on down the list. But this is not just about today or about tonight. In any sport, I can look at a coach and say, you're only as good as the players you have in front of you. The coach isn't throwing. He's not kicking. He's not shooting. He's not slapping the puck into the back of the net. He's not hitting the home runs. The coach is not doing any of that. But you have to at least – at least have the locker room. You have to have people believe in you. If the players don't believe in you and the results aren't there, you get moved on. That's the life of a coach, all right? We have some coaches who got it better than others. That's just the reality of it. We know the players play. The coaches coach, they get the raw end of the stick. They don't get paid the big, big bucks. They get paid millions, but they don't get paid the money like the players do and they're disposable. And if the coaches don't like it, then don't coach. I think most of us know, people who coach at any level, it is a thankless job. And it doesn't change all that much outside of a few million dollars when you get to the top. And so Brandon Staley, if he's fired tomorrow, hey, at least take solace in the fact that he's been paid nicely. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'll be back with you tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. You can find me everywhere online at JR Sport Brief. Wherever you're at, be safe, be well, be smooth, be cool. The show is done. Don't go nowhere. Rich Herrera is up next. Thank you so much, super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'll be back tomorrow, folks. Don't move. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.